0: Hello, and welcome back to Parenting Our Future. It's Robin here, and I am so excited. I have a a great guest today. Her name is Amy Griffith, and uh, Amy grew up dancing since the age of five, and she was fortunate enough to make a career out of it, but after experiencing life as a dancer in New York City and learning more about determination, hope, struggle, and community than she ever thought she would, the transition to yoga seemed a natural step for her. Stepping into her, stepping onto her mat and out of the constant electrifying buzz that is city life gave her the opportunity to slow down. Yoga taught her how to breathe, how to really listen to her body, and to find more compassion for herself and others. Amy received her certification through the Prenatal Yoga Center and has learned just how strong women are. Amy believes that our bodies are designed to create life and birth can be positive. She was inspired and determined to share this positivity with her students. Having experienced two home births and one hospital birth, she's witnessed the power of trusting her body. She says, I've learned that there is strength within us that is revealed during pregnancy, then birth, then motherhood. Uh, Now, Amy has also received quite a bit of attention from her honest social media posts depicting the realities of raising four children while trying to breastfeed twins. So Amy, welcome. Thank you for being here. Thank you. That is no joke for kids and and a set of a set of twins. Listen,
1: I do this to myself every day. I'm like Amy. Amy, little pat on the back, little. I am not. I'm not joking. I do that to myself and to my husband. I'm like. I do. We
0: are Yes, another day. <laughs> another day. We did it. We did it. Oh my gosh! How do you do it? What is What is your secret to having four kids and looking beautiful and still, you. you know, having energy and the whole thing? You're very vibrant. So how how do you do that?
1: Thank you. I think just as mothers in general, you know, there's no there's we can read the books, we can study what we study, and you know, get our information from other mothers. But when you're just in it there is something about motherhood and just parenthood where you just make it happen. You know, you, you dig deep, you dig deeper than you ever thought you could sometimes and you make it happen. And, um, it's, it's not always going to be smooth and pretty. (laughs) It is going to be like, it is literally going to be the messiest thing you've ever experienced. Just, uh, (laughs) motherhood. Literally and, and figuratively, um, right? <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: exactly. And you just, you just do it because, I mean, as messy it is, and I, I try to remind myself, I'm like, I talk about the mess all the time and embracing the mess, but there is also so much beauty. And mothers know that that love and that connection that we have with our children and witnessing watching them grow and learn and develop and to be able to be there be the ones to nurture them that just gives you like Mm. it just gives you all the power you know so we share and receive and we give and receive that that love that helps to get you through and there are many many seasons of that where it feels like you're giving more than you're receiving but in the grand scheme of things I mean it does you do receive more, more than we give. And and that love received is is what gets you through. It is
0: beautiful. There's no doubt. I mean, that's why we became moms, right? Yeah. And that's why we keep doing it. (laughs) That's why we keep doing it. That's why we became moms. But it's also important to note that that mess is there. And sometimes we don't know that mess is waiting for us before we become moms, that Mm -hmm. it is going to be really messy, right? Yeah. And so with that, I think we need to really adjust our mindsets to saying, look, we can't do it all. And you talk a lot about that, right? Mm -hmm, There's so much to do and it's okay to ask for help. Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
1: we used to live in tribes and villages, right? This, this um, analogy has been talked about quite a bit lately. Um, But it's such a great reminder. We don't have this village here with us like day in and day out helping with all the things we're we're very isolated in a way, which is, it kind of sucks. You know, it's these, these um, like job requirements almost feel like they're just so heavy on us moms. And we feel like we're supposed to be able to do all the things, but it really does take a village. And it really does take that sense of community and whether you can, um, because I know not always having that like physical person here to help you out with the things is not always accessible, but It's almost like shifting our perspective and reframing. Okay, how and where can I receive some help? Whether it's a bit of cleaning help, and maybe it's maybe it's a sweet high school girl who lives down the street who would love to even be there around the baby to help out or tidy up or you know take care of um, some cleaning or organizing, and then you can pay them a little bit. It doesn't have to be you know like a professional service every time, but there are you know just for example in that new postpartum stage there are postpartum doulas we we hear a lot about birth doulas but not everyone knows that there are postpartum doulas Mm -hmm. as well who are there to help care for the mother and care for some of those household um household tasks and jobs Um, so just to recognize that i love i love saying and i love hearing it over and over again it is a sign of strength to ask for and receive help it is not a sign of weakness it is a sign of strength to Mm -hmm. ask for and receive help And I think that mamas need to um, really accept that message. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: And really it isn't until you, you really have that baby that you realize how overwhelming it is. I mean, the changes in your body, the changes in your life, the, the new schedule, all of these things can really mess you up. And then if you struggled with the, you know, the way you gave birth, the way that whole thing went down, all of that Mm -hmm. stuff, like it is, it can be really, really tough. And, and so you're saying, ask for help, you know, find a way to get some help, be creative about it. Mm -hmm. Um, But I always say that when you ask for help, it not only blesses you with the help, but it blesses the other person too, because they want to help you. Right. And it makes the other person happy. So how do you spread some joy and uh, and by asking for help? And the other thing that, that, you know um, that you said is, you know, this idea of things having to be a certain way looking perfect you know we used to have this this tribe of people helping us well not only are we more isolated than ever we also want to look perfect on all of the social media platforms don't we mm-hmm. and you've done a couple of posts that are well you've done many posts that are the opposite of that like here i am completely yeah. wiped out and exhausted well my twins are are nursing right yeah yeah, yeah.
1: sharing more of that those real life I, you know, easy to say, but unfiltered pictures, you know, that's, gosh, it's, it just feels refreshing. And it's actually um, pretty liberating, like, especially that that one post in particular, where I was sound asleep, sitting up breastfeeding my twins, they were about two weeks old at that point. And I look at that. And you know, the phrase, a picture says a 1000 words, I'm like, there are so many more words beyond that this picture doesn't even convey, but it still says so much. But just, um, it just feels, feels so refreshing to me to share that glimpse of, of this reality that we don't always see, you know, it's, there's so much beauty on social media and it is wonderful and it is inspiring and it's fantastic to share that and to just look at pretty things. (laughs) You know, we all, we all want to do that, but sometimes it does start to make us feel like we have to live up to these expectations. Mm -hmm. And I hate that word expectations. I mean, like, it's just, it's just not, it's just not possible. And, um, So I love sharing my mess with all of you. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And it just, it just breaks through this facade of perfectionism that we have that isn't real anyway, because we're not really, I mean, how many filters do we have? How many, you know, how many times do we take a picture a hundred times to get the one, you know, like smile, you know, as you yell at your kids to smile and look happy at at the pumpkin patch or wherever you are, you know, I mean, it, it we just need to be real right? And, yeah. and share the messy stuff. Um, and I know that isn't easy because that means we're being vulnerable, right? Mm-hmm. And it means we open ourselves up to judgment, yeah. to criticism, and that doesn't feel good, right? That yeah, feel good. But, you know, it's my life anyway. So what does it matter what somebody else thinks, right? Right. Um, so you're working with moms that are Prenatal and postnatal, right? Mm-hmm. Prenatal and postnatal yoga. So, what are some of the limiting beliefs that you you hear moms having as you're working with them?
1: Yeah. Well, besides what we just touched on with thinking they have to do it all, um, it's especially in the postpartum when I work with my postpartum mommies, um, we do some we do some you know physical exercise suggestions and tips to get them starting to move gently and very mindfully in that postpartum. Mm-hmm. But it's so interesting to me that each time I remind them like your care for you matters and these moments for you do not even have to be exercise <laughs> related. It can be as very simple as moving yourself literally to the top of the list and stopping to take a drink of water mm-hmm. um, from a post that I just posted recently. I, so many moms commented like, thank you for reminding me to just take a drink of water like we we feel that again it's just kind of along the same vein with thinking we have to do it all i think we have to be everything for everyone and we cannot be we must we must prioritize ourselves and i know that it is not a new concept but it's like we have to keep drilling it in i guess because it's still it still is important it's still an important reminder for moms to um to hear and to recognize and to hopefully accept So um, that taking those moments for you, they don't have to be grand. They can, and and finding out what makes you feel good is very important. And that goes for, you know, your, your overall, you know, moments of self-care or quiet. Um, What do you like to do? It doesn't have to be what someone else tells you they think you should do. You know, it's, Mm -hmm. it's so much about tuning in and that practice of tuning in in with my clients begins in pregnancy we talk so much about tuning and trusting your body that just carries you through to you know into motherhood where you you must continue to tune in and ask yourself really what do i need right now if if nothing else mattered if all the lists or whatever else any sort of deadline or expectation if none of that matter, what do I need right now? And can you give that to yourself? It's, it's not always exactly possible. If, if someone's like, well, I really need, you know, my low back really needs a massage right now. It's not just like the fluff stuff. It's, it's really important, you know, like body work maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can't get out, but okay, what can I do? My low back hurts. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to pause and stretch my low back. or I'm going to just stop and take a bath. Look, I've only got 10 minutes so what? I'm going to take a 10 minute bath. You know, right. it's, it's about shifting that, that mindset and that perspective into what you can do right now with this time that you've got. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's that mom guilt that creeps in and we have got to squash that <laughs> and recognize that real. I am a priority. Mm-hmm. So, um, that's, I guess, there's a lot of different um, points in one in one answer. But that's yeah, but, kind but of but what
0: you're getting to is 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 just we need to take care of ourselves, right? We need to put ourselves first. And mm-hmm. that sounds so counterintuitive to the nurturing beings that we are where yeah. we give to everyone else, right? Yeah. But the reality is, is that if you do not give back to yourself and you do not take care of yourself and we say self-care all the time, what the heck does self-care mean? Mm-hmm. All of this stuff, right? But if you are not putting yourself at the top of the list, that is where anger comes from. That's where resentment comes from. So, you know, I talk about needs all the time, getting your child's needs met. And these are core human needs, right? Yeah. Yeah. But if you aren't getting your needs met, then you're going to have feelings about not getting your needs met. So soon you're going to have unmet needs, unvalidated feelings, and you are going to start to build that volcano of anger and resentment Mm -hmm. and you know, maybe feeling helpless and trapped and all of these feelings are going to, you know, are going to bubble up to the surface and explode all over your family, right? That's what it does. And so taking care of yourself is, is, the opposite of selfish because it's actually selfish if you don't, because yeah. it's number one for managing anger in the home. So if you're not taking care of yourself, you're being selfish. Yeah. And I also flip it too. And I say, well, would you send your kids to a daycare where the, the, the person who was running it was overwhelmed, was tired, mm-hmm. snapped at, the, at your kids, um, yelled at them, you know, criticize them, shame them. Like it's a really of great example. Never, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, but 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 we'll we'll do that because right. we don't want to put ourselves first. No, that's crap. Yeah. It's not okay to not take care of yourself. And just like what you're saying, whatever that means, if it's a glass of water, mm-hmm. like fully take in that glass of water. Yeah. Like fully take it in. If it is a bath do it with like the biggest amount of bubbles or whatever Mm -hmm. works for you. Like just take it in. And it's okay to say, put your hand up and say, I need a break. Mm -hmm. I need, I need you take the baby for a moment. You know, whoever, (laughs) you know, we are, we are so
1: good about like managing our time for everybody else. Right. But then we'll say, well, I don't have time for that for myself. We say it all the time. I say it and I have to remind myself and check myself with it too. You know? And it's like, Okay, look, I have got to I have got to manage this time with myself in mind as well. And I am gonna give myself I've written it down on on a little paper, like today, Amy, 30 minutes, 30 minutes. And I mean we need more than that too. I don't want it to be like, okay, five minutes here and there or ten minutes here and there, it's it's enough. It's it's not enough, but it's something, you know? And then the more you start to add those little, all right, I'm gonna take five minutes, I'm either gonna stretch or breathe or just literally lie on my back and not do a single thing, you know, um, whatever it is to help you just like bring it down for a bit. Um, will then start to get you into that practice of then scheduling those, that 30 minute or that hour, if you can, that time for yourself. And I know as a, as a brand new mama, that's really, really hard to do. Um, But again, those seasons, those seasons do change. And these moments that were really in it, like dig and in it, um, are temporary. But so if it, if for a time in your life, yeah, if for a time in your life, you know, it is those five or 10 minute increments and that's all you've got, keep doing them. Don't, don't say, well, there's just not enough time because there is, there's, there's always some time there.
0: Well, the reality too, is that if you schedule it in you will work your day around it right mm-hmm. if you consider this sacred time and you schedule it in everything will come will revolve around that which is okay whether it's yeah. a nap or you know all of these things that we're talking about right but but it is so important to embrace the word temporary, because yeah. this is temporary, what you're struggling with now will not be the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and this kind of leads me to my next question for you, which is what do you, what is the advice that you give to new moms? What's the, what's the one big juicy piece of advice?
1: Yeah. Um, well that one, this is temporary was, oh, oh I repeated that so many times, especially with the twins. <laughs>
0: oh my gosh. Yes.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: <laughs>
1: um, the one big piece of advice. Well, I have two. I'll start <laughs> with my first one, which is literally take one moment at a time. Okay. One moment at a time. One diaper change. The one that you're in right now. Just be here. <laughs> one mm-hmm. diaper change. The one, if you're breastfeeding, this one feed, especially if it's challenging and a struggle, focus on this one feed right now. Let this be enough. This one feed that you're doing, let it be enough. doesn't matter the ones that you struggled through before or however long you have your expectations or how you would like this breastfeeding journey to go. Let this one feed right now be enough. This is what you're in. You're doing it. Like we have to literally celebrate all of those little moments um, along the way.
0: Can I can I say too? Look, if that feed didn't work, or if that you know what if if swaddle technique or whatever if it didn't work, (laughs) Mm -hmm. that's okay too. That does not determine your worth as a mother. Exactly. It does not determine your value to this child. Like it 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 doesn't it doesn't. We don't have to have it mean anything. It just okay, it didn't work. Like, let's not make it, you know, let's not catapult ourselves into the future where, you know, this somehow will manifest into something other than just a feed that didn't work, you know, because then we start telling ourselves stories about, okay, well, if he doesn't feed now, then, you know, maybe, you know, maybe he won't feed next time. Maybe, you know, and then Mm -hmm. we, we make it a huge deal. It's just one moment at a time. Yeah, And and this is a theme that carries throughout our time as moms through our child's lives. There mm-hmm. will be moments of struggle for our kids, for us, and this too is temporary. It mm-hmm. will last forever. So let's remember that a homework sheet is just a homework sheet. And... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, coming home late could just be one time coming home late. I mean, there's so many different things. Right. We wanted. get very much wrapped up
1: in how this is going to, that was really, we don't, yeah, it, a really it's great point.
0: this moment. So one mm-hmm. moment at a time. I really love that. I really
1: yeah. And even in that struggle, say you are struggling in that moment of your breastfeeding and then you decide, okay, this is not working. Then you go to the next moment where you are feeding your baby, the bottle, whatever it is, your partner feeds your baby and then you're resting that moment right there, that's your moment, (laughs) you know, like it's, but we, I think, you know, we're, we're constantly multitasking and it's something that I've been trying to stop doing a lot more of lately. It's, we just, it's too much. (laughs) It's literally too much for us. So to, to just bring it into this moment, it's, it's really a gift to ourselves so that we can be present with our children. As we all, every single mama will say, it just flies by. So really being in that moment is truly a gift to yourself. I used to do that when I was holding my babes, knowing that this is temporary. Mm -hmm. I would say the words to myself, I would say, I receive. Mm -hmm. And it was just a matter of receiving their warm little bodies on me as Mm -hmm. a little hug. And that, you know, that love as you are giving, giving, giving. So being in that moment, and taking a moment, even when you're struggling and you are like in tears to receive it, then you look back and you're like, I did my best. (laughs) And I received in those moments that I could. And I took that time to just simply recognize it and, you know,
0: you'll be so grateful for that. Yeah. And and we do get so overwhelmed with all of those details and all of those things. And, and, uh, and you talk about it and I talk about it. Like, what is it that we can take off our plate? What, what can we say no to like saying no is also self-care, you know, like it's okay. Like you talk about embracing the mess. Okay. So the kitchen is messy and it's been messy for two days. Like I can get over it because I'm going to connect with my kids, right. Mm -hmm. Or whatever it is like, you know, um, and we can invite people into our homes when it's not perfect, right? Thank you. Yes.
1: <laughs> and don't also then it's don't hard. apologize for it. Do not apologize and say, I'm sorry.
0: You just welcome them in and say, I'm so happy to see you. Come yeah. People you want connection. It? People want to be part of your life. Yeah. They want to be with you. They want, to, they want to see that you're not perfect, which gives them permission to, to be not perfect. Yeah. We just got to do that you are currently listening to the parenting our future podcast i'm parent coach robin mcmahon and if you're enjoying this podcast please share it with someone who you think might also need to hear this please don't forget to subscribe and i would be grateful if you gave me a five star rating on itunes if you're a parent who's struggling and you feel like you might need some support to be the confident leader of your family where you can calmly respond to any kind of behavior disrespect or your kids not listening to you Well, I have a membership group that you might be interested in. All you have to do is go to kamomsclub.com for more information. That's kamomsclub.com for more information. Now back to the show. So um, I want you to talk a little bit more about trusting your body. Um, You you touched on it a little bit. What, you know, tell me, tell me what that's about. Mm, This is a good
1: one. I love this so much. I Relied so much on the word trust. It started with my very first pregnancy with my son, and I knew that that word. I just connected to it from from day one. Literally, I would put my hand to my heart, my hand in my little belly that was growing and growing, that little babe inside, and I would say, "I trust my body and I trust my baby." And I had to, like, I had I just had no other choice. So that word trust is is so helpful <laughs> to a pregnant mom and for me it carried me through my labor and my birth experience with my son where i just had to keep coming back to that sense of trust even if as it normally does that fear will rise up you know in this unknown experience for us for our bodies in birth it's it's all unknown every single birth that you have no matter how many children you have you're stepping into the unknown again and what do you got to do you got to trust it somehow you know or you can dig your heels in and you can resist and you can fear it or you can say i'm going to just ride this wave and i'm going to trust that we're going to be okay and i'm going to trust that our outcome is meant to be what it will be mm-hmm. and i'm hopeful that it's this but we can't have that tight grip on on that expectation mm-hmm. so trust carried me through my pregnancy and then my birth experience and then into that those very raw stages of postpartum where you are healing and your body still feels so very foreign and oh my goodness everything you know like you're healing physically you're healing mentally and emotionally there's so much so many layers to it mm-hmm. that i continued to hold on to that sense of trust even though i was like i don't know what i don't know what happened <laughs> i don't know who this is right now yeah Now you have a child to care for. I don't know what this life is, what in the world. I'm in love, but I'm also just like terribly confused and overwhelmed. And Mm -hmm. I just don't know, you know, like how many moms are like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do with this or with this or with this.
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 We, we, yes, exactly. Our mind, our emotions, our body, our new little baby human that is yeah. now dependent solely on us. And yeah. we could barely put one foot in front of the other. Right? Yeah. <laughs> now it's so, supposed to keep this kid alive. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's in
1: trouble. <laughs> and then you come back to trust. You're like, okay, I guess I just got to trust that I can do this mm-hmm. and then I'm going to figure it out. And you figure it out. And You're going to make mistakes along the way. You are not going to sail through and like we were saying, like breastfeed easily, bottle feed this, swaddle that. You're not going to. You are going to make all the mistakes and that is how you learn. That's one of the, I just love that lesson from yoga where I will have in my more advanced classes, have them move into a really challenging, like standing balance that I know they're going to fall out of and I want them to fall out of it. (laughs) And I say, if you just fell out of that, which pretty much the whole class will, I'm like, then you're doing it right. We have to learn how to fall and to pick ourselves back up Mm -hmm. and to recognize that falling and these ideas of like failing. I don't like to say we're failing because they're all just experiences for us to learn Mm -hmm. and grow
0: from. Yeah, absolutely They're necessary for our human experience. They're necessary yeah well, and and so you know when when you say trust, I also hear surrender. I yes. hear like yes. let's just let go of yes. all of the expectations. Yes, we want things to go a certain way, of course we do, but it's also okay for me to allow what is to actually be right yeah. like what is happening is what is happening, and if you're fighting against it, that mm-hmm. creates anxiety um you know you're you're always at war with this mm-hmm. moment and what's the point? Because then that means that you're not accepting of what is. And so yep. to surrender, um, it doesn't mean you don't take action. It doesn't mean you don't right. you know, but it also yeah. just means that you are allowing what is happening to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and not judging it, right. Not fighting against it. And, and yep. the other thing that I want to, I want to say as, as we're trusting our bodies, we're trusting, we're surrendering all this stuff, let us also know that we have friends, we have family, we have all of these other people in our lives who may be struggling too, mm-hmm. and it may look like something that you don't like, but mm-hmm. let's give them the love and the support and um, you know the, the understanding anyway. Mm -hmm. Let's just say, you know what? She looks like she's in a bad mood. I I, I wonder if I could help her, you Mm -hmm. know, because if you're doing really well, let's reach out to the people who aren't doing well to the moms, the dads, anybody who isn't doing well, let's, let's reach up and support each other. Let's stop judging each other. If you can't breastfeed Mm -hmm. and you have to bottle feed. Okay. Mm -hmm. If you have a C-section and you wanted, um, a natural birth, you know, okay. I can mm-hmm. hold space for you, whatever your choices are, whatever your struggles are. You know, I've, I, 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 you are a mom now, you are a parent now, and that's what matters, right? We're all trying to do our best, oh, right? So yeah. let's celebrate yeah. each
1: other. Mm-hmm. And the fact yeah. that we can do things differently than oh, that
0: person we? next to us. Yeah. You can. Yeah. You know, for me, right. Yeah. My first birth was really traumatic. I was 10 days overdue and they finally induced me. I was two days in labor, which mm. ended in a C-section. I was, I felt defeated. I felt, Oh my gosh. I felt so many things. I did not want to have a C-section. Um, and I did, and I ended up having another one with my second, although I, I, held out the idea that I could maybe do a VBAC, but it didn't work for me and I have to be okay with that. But it took me a long time to be okay with that. And I, it, it sent me on a shame spiral because I thought, mm-hmm. okay, well, I can't even do this. Like, this is what my yeah. body's supposed to do. I can't even give birth right. Uh, and I couldn't breastfeed. I tried, I tried so hard and I couldn't do mm-hmm. it. So now I can't even do that Right. I couldn't comfort my child because he wouldn't stop crying. So now I can't do that right. And it just led me down the spiral of feeling inadequate, feeling ashamed. And had I had the wherewithal at that time to reach out and say, like, I don't know what I'm doing. I think I'm failing. And I had you know, and I had someone to just say, it's okay. Like, it doesn't mm-hmm. mean that you're a bad mom or will be a bad mom as, as time goes on. It doesn't mean you're not meant for this. It just means it looks different for you. I could yeah. have used that. I would have mm-hmm. saved me years of being depressed and ashamed and wanting to leave my family. You know, yeah. like we need to be there for each other. Really? Yeah. You yeah know? absolutely yeah. yeah and 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 what do you say to moms who who would are like me, who feel that they didn't get it, do it right, aren't doing it right, can't do it the way we're supposed to and I'm using air quotes supposed to or should I hate the word should yeah. um, you know what do you say to them yeah
1: um it's so it, it oh gosh, it's just the, um, the preparation that we do have in our pregnancy leading up to our birth experience and leading up to this idea of how we're going to mother, you know, and then we get in it and it's like, well, that didn't go as planned and that didn't go as planned. And then crap, what what am I doing now? You know, (laughs) like it's, it's, it's again, that word expectations, but it's also so much of giving ourselves permission to feel what we need to feel to just Like you said, you hold space for others, but we have to hold that space within ourselves to feel it, to feel grief for this experience that didn't go as you wanted it to. I felt like I mourned my, I was planning, I had, my first two births were at home. I had two home births that were both really positive and amazing experiences. And I'd planned a home birth for my twins and i had focused so much on that it did not go as planned. We had our twins at the hospital Mm -hmm. and I came home and I remember that sense of mourning as I put away my home birth supplies and I just sat there and cried. And I remember thinking, Amy, you need to just let yourself be sad or angry about this. And whatever feelings came up, they're valid. So we need to Remember that those feelings, no matter how you might twist it in your head or have someone else twist it for you saying like, oh, it's just, it's just hormones or it's just this or that, your feelings are valid. And that experience that you are mourning or sad about Mm. or angry or resentful about, um, we have to allow it to like move through us. We can't Mm. just ignore it and expect it to pass by ignoring it. So to feel it, to get it out, to talk to someone. So very important to, to just talk to someone. Um, Goodness. There are, there are, um, I love postpartum.net in particular, Postpartum Support International, their website's postpartum.net. They are, they have um, so many resources for postpartum depression, anxiety, and different um, mental health, experiences that mothers might, um, have, they have a free phone number that you can call. There are local chapters when, mm. and they're, they're global. So wow, it's just, it's just a phenomenal organization that is a free resource for moms mm-hmm. to know that, that they aren't alone to hopefully connect them to maybe someone locally, or if not, they at least have someone over the phone that they can call to okay. help them That's awesome. process. Um, so to know that you're not alone and, um, sorry, let me pause.
0: <laughs> remember well, one, one of the we things, things that I judge. wanted to say is, is what happens is, is if we don't share it, if we don't reach out for help, it becomes like crazy town in our head, right? Mm-hmm. Because those thoughts swirl around in our heads and, you know, our brains are a super highway of thought and thoughts are not facts, but we will decide that something is true about ourselves. Like mm-hmm. we're inadequate or we're failing or, you know, whatever, whatever we're saying to ourselves. I mean, I said terrible things to myself. Uh, because I didn't do birth the way I thought I would. And um, I was devastated. I I was Mm just, I I don't know how else to say it, but I I didn't know any different. Right. And I didn't know there were resources like postpartum.net. I only had, you know, I only had a a few people in my life and um, I just, I didn't have the support around me. So part of, part of the prenatal should I ah, said should uh, part of the prenatal <laughs> would it would be lovely if we also identified who our support people are who mm-hmm. who do we have in our life that are that are trusted people who we can mm-hmm. share the ugly with because not everybody is worthy of our trust yeah. right um, so people who we know are going to be a caring ally for us in our lives mm-hmm. who can who can say hey you know what it's a bad day but it's, doesn't it doesn't mean the rest of this mothering is going or parenthood is going to be rough like this. It's okay. Yeah. you know. cry about it. Mourn. You know, I, I, I wish I had known that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then if I didn't know that I wouldn't be here. So it's true. So that's exactly.
1: It. That's why I don't like to say fail. Like we, it, it's, nothing's a failure because that experience taught you and now gives this passion and this fire within you to, to share and to talk about it. So, you know, as, as unpleasant as it feels to go through that real icky stuff, it is so, it is so part of our journey. And
0: mm-hmm.
1: as it, awful as it says, it all, you know, it just happens for a reason. It propels you into something else and um, reveals this strength within you that you did not know you had.
0: Yeah. Well, I um, this is this has been great. I mean, really, what we're talking about here is dropping the expectations, allowing ourselves to be messy and flawed, because to be flawed is human. Yep. You know, have some self compassion for ourselves. You know, self care in whatever way that means for you eating a piece of chocolate, having a glass of water, mm-hmm. um, just going outside and breathing for a minute, or having oh, yeah. a nap. Whatever it is for you, you've got to put it at the top of the list. Schedule it. Put time in, and Um, you are going to leave everybody here with with a link to one of your videos that has some breathing exercises, which is really good because we know our breath helps to calm us, helps to ground us. Mm -hmm. Right? So you're going to leave that for everybody Mm -hmm. here. Do you have any final words of encouragement that you can leave us with?
1: Oh, I don't know. I don't think so. Except that you're doing an amazing job. Yay, <laughs> I hope each yes. mamas know that you are doing an amazing job. And if you are there with your kids and you know that intention of love is behind it all, that's what they remember most. They're not yeah. gonna. And oh, one other thing that I have been doing with my children that I really, really do love is this human element that we were talking about being honest and human with your children. And when you do, you know, say, I'm I'm so sorry. Once we've all calmed down, if you've had an explosion, if you've had that volcano explosion, like you mentioned, um, once you've calmed down and you're in that space where you can talk about it, say, I'm really sorry. I do this all the time with my children. I'm so sorry that I snapped about this or that. I'm calmer now and I, whether, if you want to talk about it, depending on their age or just simply apologizing and showing them that you recognize that you're taking ownership of your words and you're recognizing and saying it's something that I'm working on or, you know, whatever it is, or you can help me remember to take a deep breath too, honey. You know, maybe you say something like that. My children help me remember to take deep breaths because I've talked about it so much for them. Yes. (laughs) And so you, you all are a part of this, this learning experience together. You're not the only teacher. They are also mm-hmm. our teachers, and to be very human and authentic with them mm-hmm. will um, help them to remember to not have these own expectations for themselves. Then, when <laughs> when they are parents, that okay, I remember you know this human moment with my mom or my dad, and nice. and um, I really appreciated that. You know,
0: yeah, absolutely. Yes, we are feeling beings just like they are. They're just more comfortable showing their emotions than we are, right? right? Yeah. But we can learn from them too. Beautiful. Well said. Love that. Well, we will end it here. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you for listening to this edition of my podcast, Parenting Our Future. I'm parent coach Robin McMahon. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please share it with someone who you think might also need to hear this message. And don't forget to subscribe. And if you like my work, I'd be grateful if you gave me a five-star rating. For those of you who like my content and want more, visit me at yellingcurebook.com to get your copy of my book and to find other resources to help you. Until next time, I am wishing you and your family peace and